This episode of Lead to Win is brought to you by Free to Focus, a total productivity system to help you slay distractions, free up time, and focus on your biggest priorities. Find out more at freetofocus.com. Hey, I'm Michael Hyatt, and welcome to this bonus episode of Lead to Win, our weekly podcast to help you win at work, succeed at life, and lead with confidence. I'm super excited about this bonus episode. We call them around here bonus-odes. We're fresh off our first ever Achieve conference, and it was a smashing success. We had about a 1,000 people gathered here in Nashville to focus solely on the subject of achievement. Well, earlier this week, we shared Megan Hyatt Miller's session on Taming a Chaotic Calendar. And if you've not listened to that, you're going to want to do it. We also had some fantastic guest speakers at Achieve. One of them is my dear friend, Amy Porterfield. Amy gave a fantastic talk on one of my favorite subjects, something we call mega batching. It's totally transformed her business, and she's really passionate about it, as you're about to hear. But at the end of the episode, I'll tell you a little bit about an opportunity to get my complete productivity system so you can apply the concept of Amy's talk faster than you would on your own. And now, here's Amy Porterfield. Now, I may be dating myself just a bit here. However, have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? Anybody? Yes? Now, with the movie Groundhog Day, I want to know if you know all about that story. So it's Bill Murray, and he's a newscaster in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. And he's there to cover the festivities for Groundhog Day. And he wakes up every single morning, and with that, the day is the same. Every single day. Same day over and over and over again. And he tries to course correct himself. He tries to change up the day just a little bit. However, the alarm clock goes off, he wakes up same day, over and over again. Well, I've experienced my version of Groundhog Day, and it's called Podcasting Day. In my world, every day for a long time was Podcasting Day. See, I have this podcast called Online Marketing Made Easy. And this podcast, oh, some of you heard of it. Thank you. So this podcast is integral to my business. And it allows me to have reach that I've never had before. And it allows me to impact my audience. It actually grows my email list. It makes me sales. It is something I must have in my business. And I absolutely hated my podcast. Every day was podcast day. I'd go to bed, the alarm clock would go off in the morning, I'd wake up, I'd think about my podcast. And then later on that day, I'd record a session for my podcast. And later that day, I'd call somebody and say, did you work on the outlines? What about the show notes? What's going on with my podcast? Every single day was my podcast. And so because of that, I absolutely hated it. And I truly wanted it to go away. So you might not have a podcast, but I'm going to guess that you have something in your business that is like your Groundhog Day. So that's my question for you. Do you have your own Groundhog Day in your business? Hands up if there's something in your business that you do over and over again. Yes? Okay. So mine is podcasting. Yours might be something else. 
But the thing is, when you have that thing that you do over and over again, there's going to come a time that you absolutely hate it. It's just not what you love to do. So because of that, I want you to start thinking about the projects in your business. What's reoccurring? Because consistency is king in growing your business and building a platform online. We've got to show up consistently, but that's where things kind of start to slow us down when we hate the process. So important. So as I was creating my podcast and every day was podcasting day, I finally said to myself, something has got to change. I absolutely do not like doing my podcast, but it's integral for my business, so I've got to do it. So in order to get away from podcasting day, right around the time that I was like, enough is enough, I learned mega batching from Mr. Michael Hyatt, and I've never, ever turned back. It's something that I've done in my business for more than a year now, and it's transformed Formed my ideal week. It's transformed how I do business. And because of that, I thought, I really want to teach this to you. So when you hear mega batching, you might think, well, this is like batching. I've heard about batching before. I get a group of tasks that I want to do in one session and I knock them out, like getting to inbox zero. That would be batching. But there's actually more to it. Mega batching is more than just a group of tasks that you do in one session. It's actually bigger and more powerful for sure. So I'm going to read it to you. Mega batching is planning your week with the goal of creating large blocks of time for focused effort. One more time. Mega batching is planning your week with the goal of creating large blocks of time for focused effort. This is important, the large blocks of time and the focused effort. So by consolidating different tasks and projects and even modes of thinking into one entire day every single week, this transforms your productivity and allows you to get laser focused on what actually drives the results in your business. So incredibly important. So I want you to start thinking about what you might make a batch, because we're going to go through the process here. We're going to get down to action by action. But before we do that, I want you to remember that the reason mega batching is so very valuable is because it's the deep work. Author Cal Newport talks about this deep work. It's that work where you go into a creative cave and you just do the work. You don't have meetings, you don't take calls, you don't do anything but the work. And that's what's so incredibly important with mega batching. Everything else gets pushed aside until you're done and then you move on with the other stuff. So I just want you to really think about that, the fact that it is the deep work, so important. Okay, so mega batching increases productivity, which I'm sure you've already guessed that. You're at a, a seminar where you're, you're being taught leadership and productivity and efficiency. So mega batching, there's a reason they asked me to come up here and talk about this. It fits into everything you've been learning, but it also, actually increases creativity. And I want to talk to you, you're probably like, yeah, of course it does, but let's talk about that for a moment. 
When you are working on something and you're laser focused on whatever it is that you're working on, you're in it and your creativity can flow because you're only thinking about this one project. So the light bulbs are going off and you you're really are in that zone. But what you might not have thought about with mega batching is there's a time to be in the creative cave and there's a time to step out of it. And I'm going to say that the time you spend out of mega batching is just as important as the time you are in your mega batch. So if you're going to mega batch, which I hope you all leave here today thinking this is exactly what I'm going to do, make sure you remember the time out is just as important as the time in, okay? And we're gonna to get to more of that as well. Now, mega batching decreases your fatigue and productivity, or not decreases productivity, that would be bad, um, your procrastination and your stress. So let's talk about procrastination with projects that are very important to us. Sometimes I ask myself, why would I be putting something off that is incredibly important to my business? And the real truth is that when I'm in my Groundhog Day, which is podcasting day, and I'm in it every single day, I get to a point that I don't wanna hear about podcasting, I don't wanna talk about podcasting, I want it to go away. And because of that, when I have to record or when I have to think of new ideas, I'm an early bird. So 5 a.m., I'm on it. I'm ready to go. 3, 4, 5 p.m., no, I'm not so great. And so I'll put it off because I'm tired of it. And then 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock rolls around and I've got to record a podcasting session and I've got every excuse in the book not to do it. So when you are mega batching, you have a concentrated time to work on it, a concentrated time not to work on it, so procrastination goes away. So if many of you feel like I'm constantly putting things off, mega batching is something that you definitely are going to want to do. Basically, it is this idea of taking many moving parts and streamlining the entire process for maximum results. So for example, I'm gonna just run down, and remember, I'm talking podcasting, but it can be anything in your business, and I'll give you some other ideas. But just to use that example, for my podcast, for one episode, there are so many things that I have to do. So let me just give you a quick rundown. First, we think about the topic and we brainstorm a topic. From there, we decide, when is this gonna go live? So we gotta get it on the calendar. Then I need to record my session. After I record the session, I do some edit notes for our editor. From there, we need show notes and emails and social media and images, and we load it up to WordPress. And there's all these moving parts with one episode. And I do the episode every single week. So this is happening every single day to lead up to it going live that week. I didn't get ahead of myself, and so every day there was something going on with one of those tasks. Imagine how inefficient that can be. You probably know because you have some kind of example in your own business as well. So that's what I knew that I had to change. So if you're thinking about something you might want to mega batch in your business, you might actually be thinking, I can't mega batch that. I, I can't do that. It, it's too big, or my team's too big, too many moving parts. Or some of you are thinking, I'm just a one woman or a one man show. I can't mega batch. That sounds huge. There's a lot of things that might pop up as I go through the process of mega batching. And just know I'm here to tell you it is completely doable. You can implement this with almost every big project that you repeat in your business. And I want you to keep an open mind and think, okay. 
this is something that I might be able to do. So let's talk about this. If you want to mega batch, you might be thinking, Amy, I'm not sure if I'm really ready for this. I, I don't know if mega batching is right for me. I'm going to take you through three ways to know if mega batching is right for you, and then we're going to get to the seven step process, okay? So, number one, you are always playing catch up. This is something that was me for sure. Missing deadlines, saying you're going to get to something, always scrambling around to get something live. Now, I'm going to take a stance and say that you should be producing original content in your business every single week. That means either a new blog, a new podcast, or a new video up on your website every single week. Sure, there's some exceptions for some of you, but most of the people that I teach, that's how you build your platform. Consistency, showing up, original content. So with that, if you're not producing original content every single week, you're probably scrambling to get it up there once in a while. And in addition to that, if you are getting it up once a week, you probably are doing it at the last minute. That was me. Like Wednesday night, I was getting an email saying, can you review this before it goes live tomorrow morning? My husband hates that because I'm likely in bed typing away saying, just, just one more minute, one more minute. I just got to review this. I've done that a million times. And so that's what starts to frustrate you about the projects you're working on. So if you feel like you're constantly playing catch up, mega batching is for you for sure. So also I want to remind you that busy does not mean you are being productive. I am queen of being busy. I can be busy all day long. However, if at the end of the day you look at your results and you think everything I worked on didn't really amount to much, then you likely need to do some mega batching. Mega batching moves you out of busy and into productive. Here's another one. You are a mega context switcher. A mega context switcher. This was me for sure. You try it on for size and tell me if it's you as well. So basically, a context switcher is somebody who starts with good intentions on a really important project, and then they go off and do something else and then forget kind of where they were. So I'm going to tell you a story about my dog, Scout. So Scout's a Labradoodle, and my love for the Hyatts runs deep because I got Scout because they had Winston. I mean, just to be really honest with you. And so I, I learned about Winston. I thought, oh my gosh, I've got to have that dog. So I got the same dog, and his name is Scout. And when you give Scout a bone, and I tend to give him a bone right before I record so he doesn't interrupt me, he is all about that bone. Like, he thinks it's the best thing in the whole world world. He's focused. He's going to eat that whole thing. And then my husband Hobie comes home and the garage goes up and he hears it. That bone is left in the dust. He's running down the stairs. He is licking Hobie's face. He's so excited to see him. And then he hears something else and he's over there. So my dog is a master context switcher. And so when I see him do that and then he comes up and then he slowly gets back into his bone. Well, I hate to compare myself to a dog, but this is what I do. And so I'm at my computer, and I'll be working on a podcast, and then I'll hear, ding, oh, I've got something on Instagram. I've got to check it out. I tell my husband, this is my job. I have to check social media. He's like, don't ever say that again. That is not your job. But I feel like it is, so I go and check Instagram. And then I go and check email. And then I come back to my podcast, and I'm super confused about where I was. The most ineffective way to do business. There's this, um, oops, let me go back. There's this really great study by UC Irvine, 
And UC Irvine found that if you are, if an office worker is working on something and they go check an email and they come back, it takes them 25 minutes to refocus. That is almost a half an hour to refocus. Imagine if you did that two or three times a day, where most of us are doing it five, six, seven, ten times a day. So that context switching really throws you off. So if you do context switch, if you're here and there and here, mega batching is going to be your new best friend. And then finally, if you're tired and frustrated with some of the projects you're working on in your business, then mega batching is for you if you're tired and frustrated with those projects. Now, to be quite honest, this was me. I just was so tired of working on the podcast over and over and over again. And I thought, there's got to be a way out of this. And the broken record in my head was podcast, podcast, podcast. I mean, even if I wasn't working on it, I was thinking about it. So that's something I want you all to think about. What is the project that gets the most space in your head that really, if you could just get in there and get out, you could do so much more in your business? That's what I want you to be thinking about. So we're going to get to it. We're going to get to the seven-step mega-batching process. And I'm going to walk you through because I'm a step-by-step kind of girl. So I'm going to walk you through this process. You can definitely take notes. I'm going to give you some examples. But I want you to remember one thing. I've got a podcast. You already know that. So it's going to be my example. Do not let that slow you down. You have something totally different, that's fine. But I just wanted to really bring it to life and show you how I use it. So my example is podcasting. Yours might be your blog or something else. Deal? Good? All right. So number one, choose your mega-batching project. Simple as that. Choose your mega-batching project. Now, this one is important because you're going to build everything from this. And I bet most of you know what you want to do. But let me give you some examples. I already said you could do it with your weekly blog. I suggest you start there and then move on to other mega-batching projects. Obviously, you could do it with a podcast or with your video show. If you're creating a video once a week on YouTube or your blog, there you go. Now, also, you could do it, let's say if you're going to create a training course. That's my specialty. I create online training courses and sell them online. So if I were, I am going to recreate a training course in a few weeks. I have 25 videos I need to record. The old me would say, because I don't like to stress myself out too much, I'd say, okay, you know what I'm going to do? One video a day. That way it won't stress me out too much. Just in the morning, since I'm a morning person, knock out a video a day. In 25 days, I've had all my videos done. I know it sounds ridiculous saying it out loud, but in my head, I sounded like a genius at one time. So I thought this was perfect, but it wasn't. So mega batching switched everything for me. So in about two weeks, I have five days blocked off on my calendar, five days in a row. I'm doing five videos a day to get to 25. Imagine how I'm going to feel after those five days. Exhausted for sure, mega batching is a commitment, but then I'm done and now I'm moving on and things are coming together for my course because I got the most important piece of the puzzle done. Now you could even switch it up and say, one day a week I'm going to record five videos. Sure, it's gonna take you five weeks, but imagine how laser focused you will be one day a week to get five videos done, in and out. So with your ideal week, so when you plan an ideal week, and if if you're not familiar with ideal week, in your tutorial videos for your planner, Michael teaches all about it. 
And so with the ideal week, you're going to have different themes on your week. And I have a content creation day. Wednesday is, I call it, big content. And so I get in there and I get it done. So that tends to be my batching day. Or I can switch around my ideal week, which is the beauty of it, and just say, this week, it's all about mega batching. So you can do what you want, but you've got to choose what it is you're going to mega batch. Good? Okay. Number two, map out your process. This part will take you the longest and it's the most important. So map out your process is number two. Now, the best way to do this is you're going to take all of the action items for one blog post or all of the action items for one video you need to create. From start to finish, what are all the action items? And I want you to brainstorm. Now, I don't care if you even get them in the right order, just like do a big brain dump everything I need to do to finish this one blog post, video, podcast episode, whatever it might be for you. And then from there, you go back and it's all about the sequence. So as you're mapping out the process, now put it in order. What, ha what do you need to do first and what comes next? And I always say it's like a symphony when you do a mega batching because it's all these different parts that start to play together very nicely when you have your sequence. So first, every specific action item. Next, put it in a sequence. And remember, you're not looking at multiple blog posts. We're still just on one. Good? And so a mega batch would mean we're going to finish a multiple of blog posts, but to get there, we need to um, map out the process for just one. Okay, so let me break down my podcast to give you an example, as I promised. I then, after I do all the tasks and the action items I need to do, and then I do the sequence, I look for the big chunks because I like to step back once I kind of get in there and do the work. So for my podcast, this might help you kind of look at big chunks for your mega batch. Mine is first the brainstorm session. So we're brainstorming a bunch of topics. So we get to the brainstorm session, and then from there, it's the outline session. So I outline all of the podcasts just to make sure I've got something pretty good that I could follow along. The next big chunk of the process is the recording session. So I make sure that everything gets recorded. And then from there, it's the production session. That's where the show notes and the emails and the social media and the images. The production session probably takes the longest just to get all those pieces together. And then from there, finally, is the review session. So I always like to look at everything right before it goes out. So these are the big chunks. I was able to create this because I took the time to first get the action items, and then from there, I was able to put them together in a sequence. So step number two is to map out the process. It will take the longest time for sure. Step number three is to choose your key players. Choose your key players. Now, once you've mapped out the process, you want to decide who is going to be in this mega batch with me. And here's something that might surprise you. I think that less is more in this situation. And I, my dad always says that I learn like a caveman, which sounds very insulting. But basically, I got to get my hand, I got to get burn my hand in the heat before I actually learn that you shouldn't put your hand in the heat kind of thing. So for me, I had a lot of players in the mix when I first mega batched. I have a small but mighty team. There's six of us, and all six of us touched this mega batch at one point or another. At the end of our first mega batch, I wanted everybody to be fired and out of my company because it was crazy. It was way too much. 
So for me, I thought, we need to scale this down. So now we have about three players in a mega batch, and that's kind of like our sweet spot. For you, it might be a little bit different. You need to decide what works best for you. But when we're talking key players, there's no badge of honor by you saying, it's just me. I'm just going to mega batch. No VA, no team member, just me. I also don't think that's the right way to go. There's this little dance you're going to play in the beginning of your mega batch where you're going to figure out how many people need to be involved. Likely, you're going to overshoot, and then you're going to pull back a little, and that's totally fine. So you want to figure out how many people, or who even, first how many, and then who is going to be part of the mega batch. And you'll see where we're actually going to assign them tasks coming up, so it's important that you decide. From there, decide on your, your batch number. So this is step number four, decide on your batch number. And that means how many blog posts are you gonna get done? Or how many podcast episodes are you going to record? So we need to figure out the number. And let me tell you really quick, you likely want to go big. And so listen what happened to me here. I decided I'm going to do six podcast episodes in a batch. Six felt good to me. Now, truth be told, I'm a planner. As you know, I like outlines and I like research and prep and I like to be prepared. So I am not a fly by your seat of your pants kind of girl. I wish I was and I'm not. So I thought, okay, I'm gonna do six. And then I went on social media and I saw one of my really good friends jump on social media and she said she's on a video and she kind of looks like heck in an old t-shirt and her hair's all messy. And she says, guys, I just finished a mega batch. I did 20 podcast episodes today. Like, what? I was so mad because instantly, of course, I'm comparing myself. Amy, you're a loser. You're just doing six. She's doing 20. But I can't do 20 podcast episodes. It's just not in me. And so unless you want to pick me up in a puddle at the end of the day, I got to stick to my six. So my point being is, be nice to yourself, be a little bit aggressive, like six is even a lot for me, but don't be unrealistic and do not compare yourself to anybody else. But I want you to push yourself a little bit because remember, the goal is to step out of doing this for a while. So you need to do enough so that you can actually walk away for a while. So choose your number. Next, you're going to decide on your batch length. This is step number five, decide on your batch length. And that means how long are you going to work on a batch? And a batch is a series of blog posts or a series of podcast episodes. So how long are you going to work on your mega batch? So for me, I do about one, uh, one week every six weeks. So getting out of Groundhog Day for me meant now just one week I talk about the podcast and I don't even mention it the other five weeks. And I love it that way. Here's what's so very important. When you choose your length, remember this. You are going for total immersion. You are in it. You're in that cave. You're all about it. You're creating. You're, you're thinking of new ideas for one project. How freeing is that? That you're not worried about meetings and getting on calls and, and going on social media and doing this and that. You are just focused on the one project in front of you. And then you get to pump on the brakes step out of your creative cave, and now you've got white space. And that's where the creativity is going to refuel. That's where you start getting new ideas and thinking about new things, and actually you're a normal human being and not snapping at everybody because you're always behind and you're context switching and all that crazy stuff. 
So the time you spend in mega-batching and the time you spend out of mega-batching are equally important. So choose your length. One week tends to be good for me. You get to choose what it is for you. It might just be one day a week you mega-batch. That could work as well. That fits so nicely into an ideal week. All right, now, step six, schedule your first batch. Schedule your first batch. Now, here's what's true. Mega-batching requires you to radically re-engineer your calendar. That's why I keep referring to your ideal week because when you mega batch, you are going to put this in a slot on the calendar. And you can do this. We have mega batches up until the end of 2019. I know now when I'm working on my podcast and I know when I'm not. That is a great feeling. I want that for you as well. So you're going to get it on your calendar. Now, when you're just starting, get your three mega batches on the calendar. So whatever length that is, get them on the calendar, make sure you have enough white space, and then after three, you might wanna fix things a little bit and you could go back and then plan the rest of them. So I really like to plan ahead, get out your calendar, get it on there. So make sure that you build in time to work on those backstage projects. You've heard that before from Ideal Week, the backstage projects, this is where it fits in. All right, step seven is use a project management tool for your mega batch. This changed everything for us. So to ensure a batch is actually going to be done from start to finish and you don't miss any action items whatsoever, you need to make sure that you actually put it into a tool that you can track it all. Now, I love Asana, A-S-A-N-A. -A -A. So Asana is my tool of choice. I think it works really well for mega batching. You might like something else. Basecamp is another popular one. There's tons of them out there. But here's why it's important. You're going to put it into your calendar and you're going to then assign it to certain people. The way you assign it is through your project management tool so everyone knows what they're working on in what sequence and when they need to finish it. And then, of course, a project management tool means you guys can communicate to each other throughout the project. This is usually overlooked and I think it's one of the most important pieces. Okay, so now you have your, your seven-step process for mega batching. But before I let you go, I need to give you three rules that you gotta live by if you're gonna become a mega batcher like I do in my business or like Michael does in his. Number one is allow yourself to refine and rework. Remember I told you you might wanna pull a few people out of your mega batch. Or maybe you, oh, this is a big one. When we first put together our first mega batch, I realized I am putting my podcast on overkill. Like I am doing way too much to produce a podcast. So I actually took out one of the emails we send about it. I shortened my show notes a little bit. We did a little less social because we were just doing too much. And when you start to mega batch, you will streamline your process. It actually becomes easier and shorter because now you see it as a big picture. So allow yourself to refine and rework. Another rule is debrief after each of your first three mega batches. So that means you do one, you come together as a team, what worked for you, what didn't work for you? Take 30 minutes when a mega batch ends and actually debrief it so that you can tweak and refine and rework along the way. And finally, absolutely no excuses. Be true to your word. If you are going to mega batch, sticking to deadlines is everything. And don't leave things to the last minute like I did at the end of the day and procrastinate because then you don't get them done and your whole mega batch kind of gets disrupted. 
So no excuses. You tell yourself, we're doing this, come rain or shine, it's getting done. If you become that person that doesn't make excuses in your business to get the work done, everything starts to change. Okay, so I'll end with this. Your best is not defined by how hard you work, but by how smart you work. And mega batching allows you to be a smarter content creator, a smarter marketer. Mega batching allows for extended sessions of time that are uninterrupted so that you can think and that you can produce. This will allow you to do your best, most meaningful work. Happy mega batching. Well, I hope you enjoyed Amy's talk as much as I did. I thought it was fantastic. Before I let you go, I want to tell you about an opportunity to take your productivity to the next level. For a limited time, you can enroll in Free to Focus, my master productivity course designed to help high achievers achieve more while doing less. This course features our proven three-step process to help you save up to 20 hours of work each week and finally, finally end your long work weeks. If you enjoyed Amy's talk, you can find even more productivity principles inside of Free to Focus. Also, this is the first time we're releasing our newest edition of Free to Focus, which includes streamlined content and even more proprietary tools to help you apply the concepts faster on your own. Now, I know one of the tools inside the Ideal Week Worksheet will help you plan out your mega batching. So to join Free to Focus, just go to freetofocus.com slash register. But hurry, because enrollment is only open until Thursday, September the 27th. Once midnight hits, we'll close the doors until next year. So thanks for listening to this bonus episode of the podcast. And until next time, lead to win. This episode of Lead to Win was brought to you by Free to Focus, a total productivity system to help you slay distractions, free up time, and focus on your biggest priorities. Find out more at freetofocus.com.